Ew, do not eat into the microphone. What? Mm. Gross. Googie. No, what are you, a bear? <laughs> mm. Do you think I'm a bear? Uh, I'm, well, we can ask today's guest. Daddy, what's your safe word? Mm. Cookie. <laughs> it was good enough for me. <laughs> Daddy, what, what is C for? C for? C, C is for cookie. It's good enough for me. It's good enough for me. Did you not get that? I got that one. Welcome back to What's Your Safe Word. I'm Amp. I'm Miss Rushfer. And today... I'm turning into a bear. Oh. Uh oh! Like, like a your grizzly eyes. or a Kodiak or a well, ever since we Kodiak? made these cookies, I cannot stop eating okay. them. Okay, uh, but quick, just getting right into it. You know how many people were upset that we used sex toys to make cookies? Why were they upset? Because they didn't think it was sanitary, and then they were worried that no one was going to eat them. Plot <laughs> plot twist: We gave them to our neighbors with That's, consent. With consent. That's never a problem. I will do, eat. Do not cookies. podcast and eat with your mouth full, please. <laughs> Today we are sitting down to talk with another guest. This is—it's just been a guestful podcast of late. Uh, if you guys want to hear more guests, let us know on social media. Tag us and and tag the people you'd like to hear on the podcast. Uh, but today's guest, Daddy, is is Big Dipper, who I think is really brilliant at what he does. He's a bear rapper, podcaster. Dancer, singer, yep. he does it all. Musician, yep. magician, talent, a singer, an incredibly actress. sexy. He he mm-hmm. makes he makes you, you don't get Miranda sings, but yes, he I is a very sexy guy. <laughs> so I've been on his podcast, and that kind of opened up my eyes as what podcasting is supposed to be. He was so funny on the podcast; I could barely get an edge in uh, sideways or. Well, and I mean, the, his co-host is yeah, also very, very... Is a drag queen. Uh-huh. And I never stand a chance against <laughs> drag queens, ever. <laughs> I can barely get a sentence out myself. And yeah. so today's conversation, uh, we sit down, we talk with Dipper. We have a very candid, very uh, very long, so I hope, you're, I hope you got, you're seated at whatever desk you're working at or you're getting ready for a long drive um, because we just kind of sit down and, and chat with a, a friend. I mean, it really felt like that kind of conversation. Yeah, he goes deep. Oh, he go, he goes up, hands deep, elbow deep. Might might even say, uh, we talk about fisting, we talk about bears, we talk about music production, we even talk a little bit about censorship, and we just kind of talk about relationships in general. That because every every queer person kind of has a different journey, and I think Dippers is really really interesting. Yeah, and don't forget about nipples. Oh, we also talk. Lots yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to nip that conversation in the butt. Thank you for getting it <laughs> off your chest, though, Daddy. But Dipper, besides being a Lacroix boy, and that's kind of how I found him years ago when he did a music video, music video about Lacroix. You know what I'm talking about, right? I never know what you're talking about. Great. Um, he he he's very active with the drag queens. He helps a lot of the shows like Alaska and Willem. He helps Latrice and Manila. Um, he helps, I think, even Raja as well on on her new podcast, but he's very active in the drag scene. And so there's a lot of overlap in what we do, but also a lot of differences in what we do. Although I think one day we should produce our own music. I actually think they talk about sex way more than we do, (laughs) truthfully. And yet monetized up the ass, pun intended, because drag is more appropriate than sex educators, but we'll we'll also get into that, I know for a fact. (laughs) So without further ado, uh, let's welcome uh, one of our favorites, uh, Big Big Dipper. Dipper. Okay, do, do we have your visual consent now that it's recording? 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to the show, Dipper. How are you? I'm great. I'm jealous of your um, very festive setup. Uh, oh. As we sort of talked when I first jumped on the Zoom, I'm in a, this new apartment and it is very... It's exciting because it's full of promise, like a blank sheet of paper when you're working mm. on a product, a project. It's full of promise and uh, uh, opportunity, but it's also kind of sad to look around and be like, oh, there's that one chair and literally a fake plant in but, the corner. Like, that's you've like, already got art, though. Look, <laughs> what, what, what's going on behind you? What is the... The, uh, the framed the, piece yes. up top. Also, yeah. my lighting scenario is like wild. I'm yeah, like it's really good. I room. love that. I'm in a dark room with this like one sort of like <laughs> ring. Oh, I it's thought it was track ring. lighting like for sure. Cube light. Yeah. <laughs> um, the framed piece is a piece that I bought in high school uh -huh. at like a Unitarian church weekend flea market. And it features two rather angry Boy Scouts. Uh -huh. uh, or maybe they're technically not Boy Scouts because their uniforms are blue. So they're Cub Cub Scouts. Scouts. Oh, my God. Do you remember Cub Scouts? Oh, you're a bear. So that would make sense. Well, all, well, all bears have to be Cub, Cub Scouts. Scouts. I'm pretty sure that's a rule, right? Yeah. No, I did absolutely. Cub Scouts sort of um, before my bear identity took hold. Oh, okay. Sure. Fair. Seven. Uh, but, no. So these two angry Cub Scouts are literally like, mid fight and this woman in this like beautiful sort of like sh top and bell bottom pink magenta like shirt and pants set is like oh. holding them off like <gasps> and it's framed sort of like a norman rockwell drawing yeah. like in the style but it, the artist's name is ivan punchwell which i think is sort of <laughs> that's a great porn just name. a satirical that's a great comment. fisting porn yeah, name. <laughs> yeah. he's very hands-on i'm sure okay but so in, in the fisting porn he would be ivan punch well <laughs> <laughs> so this is where i was confused it to me it looks like a male in the middle with that shirtless so i was very confused at what was going it's on it's a there. light pink top yeah and she's, so it, she's got a very like um uh janet Jesus from hair. three's yeah. company mm. Okay. Moment. This is all great. This is great. great. Podcast I love. I, this is for our. our <laughs> well, I tried our vintage, to be very descriptive for the podcast. Yeah. List. No, I appreciate that. <laughs> our patrons are getting a lovely uh, visual, not only of us and our fire, but also of Dipper's <laughs> lovely apartment, which I'm sure. I mean, you sound great. I'm sure the acoustics are are perfect and to your liking, but you sound great. Okay. The other thing that I have realized oh is that the kitchen that window. window all the other windows are like nice and good but the kitchen window are like slats of glass that <gasps> oh that's like my bathroom yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. So in the kitchen and the bathroom so they can like pivot open or up close. or down yeah so they're also very not soundproof no so i do a lot of jibber jabbing about uh, fisting holes and deep throat and dicks <laughs> and just screaming in my apartment whether i'm recording a podcast just chatting to friends or talking to myself that's the content so i'm pretty sure i like moved in and all my neighbors are like what the fuck is going on in apartment <laughs> five you know what i mean so so let's talk about that you you must be a very busy man because you do uh the sloppy seconds podcast you do yes music you're shooting videos you're doing you're everywhere so how are you doing through covid and being alone how's that all working out well um what's interesting is all my uh all my like performance gigs uh evaporated like right right away i was booked for a bunch of pride gigs and because i'm not you know like super famous or wasn't on tv 
they I'm at that level where they sort of they didn't book me in January for Pride, but they all the bookings started coming in in March because they were sort of like filling in the like mid level slots. The holes, yeah. And so I was getting yes, they were filling in is all this, the holes. Is this podcast um, about fisting? Did I get the wrong email? <laughs> we are talking to Big Dipper. He's a butt, butt man. Yeah, well, that's me. <laughs> uh, and so like literally the start of March, it was like my booking agent was like, "How about this day? How about this day?" And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna have the busy." It was whiplash because uh. then they all got canceled right yeah but this other thing that i do that we're talking about is podcast producing and i co-host my own show sloppy seconds with meatball but i also produce three other shows uh on our network i produce race chaser and we do two episodes of that a week i produce very that which is a new show with delta and raja and i also produce the chop with latrice and manila and we do two episodes of that a week plus my own show so i'm doing 30 odd episodes of podcasting a month i applaud you how'd you even have time for us (laughs) which means you're working with uh, if you do the math 90 different personalities probably (laughs) so a lot of them are two times a week so you know but yes so uh, you had me on your show over a year ago yeah me and meatball and i walked into it thinking i was going to your house and you opened the door and i'm like do you have this set up all the time? Because you're like in a professional studio with people running it. And, and I'm such a novice to all this. The pup and I had just literally been doing podcasts on our microphones at our desk. Kind of like we're like still facing doing. facing our closet just <laughs> like, for good sound. And so I'm like, well, oh, this is what it's supposed to be? <laughs> what's interesting about it is, yes, you know, our shows uh, are all sort of on the Forever Dog Network and then through... Uh, them as like our parent network we launched with Willem and Alaska as the the heads of a new network called the mom network which stands for moguls of media so we are like (laughs) on a network we have like ad sale reps like you know there are a bunch of other shows on the network it's a whole thing but right now no one's doing anything in person so everyone and I and I, I I would say aside from the biggest podcasters out there that are still going into the studios and doing rapid COVID tests and whatever. It's like everyone is doing the at-home setup. And right. sort of realizing it's there's no big difference. So that was know? my question. Do you prefer going into the studio where you can interact with someone? Yes. Or, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, of course, you know, I think the vibe is better and, and, you know, all of that. Also, this leads to a bigger conversation. And Amp, I'm really curious how you feel about this because I'm sure you have a lot to say about this. Uh-oh. but. This to me leads to a bigger conversation that Meatball and have and I have on the on Sloppy Seconds all the time, which is like that difference between DIY and then supported by a big company. And uh. often the DIY person like nuts to butts or what's that saying makes more I think money. It's nuts to bolts. <laughs> I think there's another saying, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like a YouTuber who builds their own audience organically, mm-hmm. does it on their own, whatever, uh, handles their own ad buys and sponsorships. That's what Eventually, the puppy does. Yeah, exactly. When the audience grows big enough, we'll make more money than if that person is like hired as like just a hired gun on like a, like a network show where they can be like, they don't have any ownership and farmed it all out. See puppy someday you'll be rich. (laughs) So I I totally hear, I hear you and agree with you. I mean, you guys, your overhead for an actual space and working with people and agents and managers is probably a lot more work and therefore you get less money. But, and I think we're a special case when you work in the sex field, 
and you're not a drag queen, uh, you don't make much money on as much money on ads or you don't get ad placements as often. We run into a lot of the problems of like censorship because people consider everything that we do, even when talking about just sex in a fun, candid way, like we are with you as pornographic. And therefore like we get just reamed in a terrible way by like sensors and all of the algorithms that exist. So we have a, a pretty decent, we have a good, we have a, we love our audience. Our audience is super respectful and awesome at sharing things. But even then like the, the growth that you would see from any other media star or gay that's not just talking about sex, we don't really get that unfortunately. And we're actually in an open lawsuit with YouTube and Google about all this, but like, yeah, so that was actually going to be my question because your uh, latest back back up back up off me. Is it yeah. Oh, your song. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So your YouTube video or the video for that is way sexual, and actually, I was supposed to be in it, but uh, <laughs> it's full of leather daddies and sex, and I'm killing myself for not being available for that. But have you found that it's not getting the views that you wish it did because of that on YouTube? So the answer that for me is like, yes, sure. Because it's right now, I think, you know, it's been out like, um, God, I don't even remember when it's about six months, right? Seven. I think five weeks, maybe. Wait, it's only been out for five weeks. We put it out late October, maybe. It'll say oh, on YouTube, and I'm okay. sure you're looking it up. Maybe not. I, no, he, I would no, never. You're doing something he, else. He's on Etsy. Um, we literally <laughs> asked the question. You turned to a computer screen. I was looking it up, but maybe there was Etsy up. <laughs> um, I don't know. I have no idea. Anyway, no, the video was be. extremely hot, which I love. I thank you. I one month ago, everybody month was ago. only one okay. month ago. Me. I feel. See, this is how bad I am with time. I right. swear, this was maybe because we've been talking about it for so long. I knew about it when it was in production. So right. I don't know. Okay. I mean, okay. So it's been out for a month. It has like twenty five thousand views. Some people are uh, like, 26, that's, 26. Oh, that's, that's going up okay. as we're talking. <laughs> okay. So some people are like, that's amazing. And then other people are like, that's nothing. You know, I, mm. I, I always want my videos to have more views with this video in particular. There's a shot in it where there are um, five dudes bent over in front of me. It's the butt flower shot. Yeah. Sure. I know um, that one. Everyone knows, again, of course, podcast rosebuds. <laughs> And so I, you know, when we did it, we shot it. And okay, side note, mm-hmm. it was so funny. We, I, I just, uh, uh, so, you know, everyone that I asked, there were certain people that I asked and I was like, hey, we, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to do this shot. that's going to be like a little more revealing. It won't be your face, but I'm looking for like full nudity. Obviously this is going on YouTube, so it'll just be butt, like whatever. And so I individually asked people throughout the day and then we knew we had our, our butt flower. And <laughs> we did this like we we set it all up to take our to get the like framing right. And everyone was like wearing whatever they were wearing. And then we Which were, was like, leather okay. and almost nothing. Yes. Well <laughs> before we started it was like gym shorts, like you know, like because oh, they gotcha. were just wearing whatever their clothes were when we we set it up. And then I was like, okay, everyone, like, please take off your clothes now. And when I tell you the room just immediately smelled like hole, you know that smell? (laughs) Yes. It was like prior to that, everyone was just sort of like, you know, hanging out or whatever. And then all the clothes came off and I was like... And that made like you happy. Here. Oh my god, it's so funny you say that. I when I was doing porn, I used to direct. I had a straight camera operator that mm. 
couldn't stand the smell of the male ass. And every time he had to go underneath for the underneath shot, he would put a Vicks vapor rub underneath his nose. <laughs> okay, that is dramatic. Hey, ode to leather bar. It can be very pungent if you're not used to it. Yeah, yeah I guess that's true. So, so now- anyhow, it, the whole, the whole, you know, the whole room changed, and then of course I had been like, I try to be very respectful as like a producer and everything, and then of course we started, and I'm grabbing and smacking and like i said to them i was like i'm gonna be interacting with you and like yeah. whatever but you got like consent reached down and choked someone and like did all this stuff and it's literally six seconds in the video but we made the decision when we were editing i was like blur it you have uh... to blur everyone's ass crack i'm not even gonna risk it because i would rather people go i see what it is but right. it's now allowed on YouTube. And I put an age restriction on the video because I just don't, mm. like as an independent artist, uh, yeah. I'm not, it, for me, it's not worth sinking months of pre-production, all my money into a music video. And then I put it up and it gets banned right away. And then I can't post it anywhere. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'd rather, you know, it sucks and I'm happy you're in a lawsuit. Like it sucks, but I, for me, you sort of have to play the game if you want it to be seen. There's an unedited version that, when I like, if you know, in the future, when I play a gig, I'll throw that up on the screen when I'm on stage. Oh, yeah. I'll, you know, like play it behind me or whatever at, at gigs. But, you know, for what I can circulate on the internet, there's only so much. Yeah. Well, and it changes constantly. I know that, like, with some of our content, it used to be that, like, it wouldn't be age restricted. But now we see, like, we'll do stuff like where we're taste testing lubes, which I wouldn't think is an adult concept when you're just tasting lubes. And we see tons of like straight people that are just kind of being stupid funny and they've they've got, you know, 10 ads in their video or you have like a James Charles with his ass hanging out in a thong, totally, totally monetized. And then we talk about lube and taste test and we get age restricted because we're two gay guys tasting lube. It's my assumption. I've seen how much you guys have gotten sort of like chastised from the algorithm. And it's like, oh, I think yeah. you got on a list sometime a year ago. And there's, oh, yeah. You know, like, like you're four just, years you're, ago. Trust me. Yeah. It's my friend just... runs a fashion company and it's just blatantly different. You're just like, okay, I must be on their list and yeah i'll never win at that which you know it's fine but i mean that's where it helps to have you know a really dedicated audience where you work with good people that you know just genuinely enjoy your content um and we do we genuinely enjoy your content i'm trying to think we met at a no i actually met you at a race chasers thing too yeah i was Mm -hmm. gonna say i it took me a while to put two and two together (laughs) but what's a race chasers Wait, is that like bug chasing? No, 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 no. <laughs> what Okay, talking? so pause real quick for people listening. Race chasers again is. Did you say last... pause real quick? No, goddamn. After it. bug chasing, <laughs> well done, well done, Dipper. <laughs> See, this is why we get along. Race chasers is uh, it's a drag queen show with Willem in Alaska, who you don't know, but they use your I know pony who Willem hood. Is. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Yeah, you do watch something when I'm watching. Things. No, she was in um, what's that movie yes star is star is born born. yes so what i'll say before you tell the story or to lead up to the story is that when we we did a a race chaser live in la and willem jokingly said there would be ponies there (sighs) so then i contacted someone who you like does show ponying and we brought these two ponies out you should have called me we were going when we came to san francisco they made it very clear to us that we could not bring any live animals. Ah. Yeah. So then we had the idea of what if we use a pony setup? And of course, 
that's how I met. Oh, Aaron. that's what you used my pony hood yes. for. Yes, oh, I asked okay. you because he was out of and town. Who wore it? Oh, uh, Rob, Rob, Rob. I forget Rob his last Racine. name. Yeah. yeah, which I don't know if we can use last name, but we just did. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> but you yeah, know, we, you guys were kind enough to give myself and a friend tickets to the show. I believe yeah. Chris, I wasn't Chris in was town. in town that night too. No, uh, I wasn't. In Latrice, town. no, different Chris. Oh, okay. Latrice's <laughs> husband, oh, yeah, Chris. Chris. Christopher Hamblin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Friend of the show. Um, and I think I think we, that we got VIP tickets when we weren't supposed to because we definitely walked down to the VIP area and they kept giving us drinks that we didn't pay for. That's great. But, <laughs> I love that. But then, and yeah. then yeah, I met you after the show. And mm-hmm. didn't you ask? Maybe you asked a question or something during the live show. Or I something? did. I, don't know. I asked what their safe word was because that, that is our brand apparently. So, <laughs> yeah. do you know that I have never used a safe word? Me neither. I've I've not really? had to use a safe word a- either actually i've stopped a scene but not with a safe word yeah but you know what that proves that proves but that y'all are frauds no <laughs> no no that that proves we only play with ethical people that can read our right. body language and spin. you don't need yep. one yep so do you that's the spin i like <laughs> do you think i mean i i feel like there are also some people who probably the choosing and the using of a safe word is a fetish in and of itself. Ooh, the like idea the that, that you'd push you till you had to use it. Yeah. Regardless no, no, no. of my body language. Right. Don't stop. Don't until stop until you under. force yeah, me exactly. to use it. Yeah. 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 I see that. Some people are into that kind of pressure. So I have one last question with that last video. You changed the, the font that you used on the oh, yeah. screen. So the that, music video. Do you realize? I know you probably know it was from Drummer Magazine, right? Yes. Okay. So I had a whole I this this man online who uh, lives in uh, Chile in Santiago. He's like an ad uh, uh, art director, uh-huh. and he had talked to me a while ago, and he was like, "I want to do like promo with you," and I was like, "Great." And I showed him the video and he was like, let's do it. And he gave me this whole pitch and he was like, I want to like flip the drummer magazine logo and do it as like an ode to leather bars. And he pitched this whole sort of thing, which is how we came up with um, like a couple of the promo images are like fake magazine covers. And then we like did that promo image, but I saw in the notes in the email, (laughs) you designed that logo. I designed that logo with my friend Derek in 1992. I worked for drummer magazine. Uh, Um, So I immediately recognized I'm like, wait, was this that triangle, have been... right? That little side. Well, it's the little side triangle, and, and it's the, the bar across and the font. Right. So, Drummer Magazine before that had a very '80s, well, yeah, '70s, '80s <laughs> look, and had a lot of serif in it. Uh, so, when I came on board Drummer in '92, we changed that uh, logo, and so it was instantly recognizable for, to me. And I was like, "Did he do that on purpose? He had to do that on purpose. That couldn't be." Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so we did it on purpose, but but just um, drummer magazine know you did that. <laughs> I mean, no, why would they know? They wouldn't know. <laughs> I don't even think anyone knows who owns any of that anymore. It's all. Do you? Gone. Did you? You just said um, it had a lot of serif in it. Yeah, it's, it's like, like cowbell. You just keep adding it. 
No, I mean I know, but it I did like I was this many years old as the <laughs> as the internet would say. Amp, do you know about Seraph and Sans Serif Serif, and what yeah. that means? I'm a graphics person by trade, okay. so yes. But okay. if I was not, um probably not. Did no. I use it? Right? I literally thought it was like sure. Okay. I mean serif <laughs> means like the curls, yeah, right? Like yeah. the curls. So there's, without there's kerning, there's serif, there's yeah. yeah, there's a lot of different terminologies. There's there's the, felching. Look, there's a new serif in town. <laughs> oh, how dare you oh here it is you just wanted to cop a feel here we go oh my God. don't get them started anyway so, I w- i'm very proud of you I, I really it really made me feel good that that's what you did with that listen for a i wish video. i i wish the 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 um idea credit was yours was 100 percent my idea no it's brilliant but, i loved it but, but nobody's gonna know because nobody reads drummer magazine so right but but although they just being, came out again, so yeah. But part of being good at um, being an independent artist is recognizing when your collaborators are smarter than you, and then using mm. their ideas Ooh. that they're giving you. Much like Madonna, yeah. <laughs> I think you just called or you just equated Dipper to Madonna, which is appropriate. No, no, yeah. no, no. I'm just I'll talking as oh, an artist. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of artistry. Um, part of the reason why we bring people on this show is to kind of talk about them, what they're into, what they do, and why they do it. Uh, and this feels like a proper segue that I'm creating right now. Dipper, why did you start producing music? Why did you become involved in like creating music video? Like, what what drove you and inspired you to start? Well, as a kid, I did theater stuff, and I mm. went to school for theater and sort of once I got into college, I really realized I liked directing and I really also liked producing. I remember my senior year of college, I was like, oh, I get it. Like the producer can have creative input, but mostly is about like logistics and vibe and making sure everything is successful. That's the hardest part, I think. Right, but to me, it's my favorite part because it means you get to be involved in everything you can sit in and be like, hey, I think it would actually be better if you, you know, you can like give your creative input, but then also like it it doesn't all like weigh on your shoulders. I mean, some of it does. Anyhow, when I moved to Chicago, I was really focused on like directing plays, producing like art experiences. Like I was really tapped into the scene there and I got involved in like the underground queer art scene. And through that, I met people who were making music. I was in a dance troupe. Uh, we would dance like sort of like gender fuck, like super high heels, like choreographed dance movements. It was with like a tall, skinny guy, me, and then this like really fit uh, older woman. And we sort of represented these like different body types and people. Oh. Um, and uh, I, so I got back into performing by doing that. I was like dancing in nightclubs and I found myself tapping into like a sexual power that I never had because I was always like when I came out to myself in high school I was like you're a disgusting piece of shit you're gay at least you know that but you will never be with anyone ever in your life so just be a bachelor and jerk off to slow loading photos on your family's computer late at night that's like what i convinced myself my but life then you realize you're a dancer too <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just all history do you do all the own choreography on the sh- no on the i mean okay. i used to okay. i used to do choreography but now you know 
now I work with people who like that's the thing that they do because it's better. I, I have, so I I okay. felt this power in dancing, and I was like, oh, maybe I can be sexy. And a friend of mine was a music producer, and I was like, hey, do you want to make a song? We made a song. We made one video. The response was like really really great. And I think for me, I never set out to be a performer. I don't necessarily, though I can handle the spotlight. I don't necessarily seek it out. Uh, I much more enjoy like making things. Mm. And as an independent artist, I get to write music, work with a music person, create an ad campaign, create a visual, create a music video, stage a live show, produce all of that. There's so much more than like just doing one thing. And so I get to do that all in what I do. And that has always been really exciting to me. To me, it's less about what I do and more about like, all the people I can bring together when we make something. Yeah. You first came on my radar when you did the video looking and, um, yeah. that when, cause the yeah, only reason I can't was cause a friend of mine, Tom was in your video yeah. and he showed it to me. And, and when I watched it, I was like, damn, that's fucking hot. Cause you fucking owned it. <laughs> and it was, it was just like, I, just, I found it incredibly erotic. <laughs> and I was like, all the you go, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah, glad you... That was, yeah, that was a really fun experience, too, because that was like, that was sort of like the first... Well, I had done some stuff in L.A., but that was sort of like the first like big, big project where I sort of... Sure. I was blindly reaching out to people I had never met from like Instagram and Facebook. It was, and was well like, produced. You be in a video? <laughs> and that's the thing is I always have to convince people like, I'm like, I promise it'll turn out good because they, most people don't like, they don't know me from well, Jack. Until and you so have a track like, record, people are skeptical for sure. Right. Of course. hundred yeah. percent. And not everyone can see your vision. I mean, Ooh, that's it, it's, it's, yeah, no, not everyone can understand. I, I, I remember, I think the first time I was aware of you might've been your whole LaCroix scandal I don't know if you want to call it a scandal but like you're back and forth with the croy I always just thought that was the most funny thing I don't know if you like can talk about it but uh well there, I mean there's nothing really to oh. talk about <laughs> are you talking about but the they water? couldn't see my vision uh, no they but, could oh case in point wait are you I emailed them and I said you don't know me <laughs> but I'm gonna make an amazing viral video wait are you talking about a, your product about the water yes LaCroix yeah. water LaCroix water yes oh daddy I have a that I have a music video <laughs> called LaCroix boy yes oh. and it's a song it's it's a very campy funny like jokey song all about LaCroix and I made it in a few years ago. At first, I thought you were talking about a drag queen named Look. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm like, I don't get this. <laughs> it was like right at the height of it being like a really viral moment for LaCroix. I made the video and I reached out to them and I was like, you don't know me, but I make really high quality shit. I'm going to make this amazing video. I promise you it's going to be amazing. Uh, can you send me $2,500? I, like, <laughs> I asked for money. I was like, just sponsor it or or send me vouchers so I can go to a warehouse and get a bunch of cans because I need product. Like, And they, they sort of never responded. And then I think they like one time someone from their social team retweeted one thing that I posted, oh, but shit. they never liked anything. <sighs> and then I heard sort of whispers because I had a friend in like corporate America who 
you know, uses LinkedIn, which I guess is a thing people oh. use. Uh, but he was like, I'm I'm connected to someone on LinkedIn who works at corporate at LaCroix, and they, of course, all know about your video, but they just can't say anything about it. That, that was stupid on their part. Rude. Though. Yeah, yeah. I think because even though there's a big hipster audience and a big queer audience, their like main audience are like straight Bible belters. And mm. if they align themselves with anyone whatsoever. Oh, Is- they did actually respond to me the first time. And they were like, we don't do sponsorships of any kind with anyone. How lame. And also Sli- slightly homophobic. Possibly? <laughs> yeah. I would yeah. say very homophobic. Okay. <laughs> I would venture to say very homophobic. Canceled. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, so that, but, but through them, I mean, you, you rode their coattails in a way and like gained some popularity through that. And you've always been, I mean, very prominent, especially in, in the bear scene. I mean, being that you are a bear yourself, right? Self-identified yeah. bear. Yeah. But the self-identified thing was really like a label that I put on because mm-hmm. I sort of, I could tell I was like, oh, I need to label these. I need to put some hashtags under what I'm doing Ah. so that people aren't confused because they're not like, oh, yeah, let's hear your full backstory. You're like a theater kid who's like learning to express himself. I was like, no, there should be like gay bear rapper and be like, okay, now we know what we're looking for. I mean, accurate. (laughs) Right. And so, so the thing is like, I, I'm happy and, and, and grateful for the label of bear most of the guys that I fuck sort of fall into that category, but I much, much more so identify in like a queer realm and an artist realm. And like, you, you know, the bears who they like have a dinner party photo and it's like, Oh, so you guys are all twins and could easily swap your boyfriends and <laughs> it, not even the realize new, new clone is the bear or the brown beard. And the, yeah. So yeah, I, I've never, identified as bear myself although lately i've been like yeah i'm a bear is, is bear identify is it an identifier that you give yourself or is it an identifier other people give you oh i don't know both i think i'm yeah i of course i think both i think like someday any, you'll be a bear can there be bear puppies are you a bear they am you, i currently? can you be two species can you do Back. bear and a pup <laughs> Back to my uh, artwork, they call them bear cubs. <gasps> oh, uh, bear cubs. Oh, so cubby puppy. It'd be a cubby puppy. Oh, I'm right? sure there are cubby puppies. Yeah, that makes sense. Cubby puppy. Are we making up things now? Yeah, we'll make you a cubby puppy. Oh, okay. I, That's how call- things <laughs> exist, and we make them up. Okay, 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 okay. okay the earth okay. is flat. I think I was just <laughs> called a bear, though, which I don't know if I... Someday, oh, okay. you have to grow a lot more hair. Well, if quarantine stays like this for the next couple of years, then yeah, absolutely, because exactly. my... <laughs> oh, we've been doing... If you watched any of our episodes this month, we've been baking cookies. Yum. And I've been devouring cookies. And I am oh my God. packing on the holiday weight so fast. What's your favorite type of Christmas cookie? Oh, all of them. But no. <laughs> <laughs> so there was this Christmas cookie my mother made that I haven't had for 30 years. So we did it on the show. And it's an almond tasting cookie that is two colors of dough that you twist together and it looks like a candy cane. You've yeah. seen those. Oh, my I God. I know those cookies. It's them. like a red and a green sometimes or a red, red and, and a white. white. Yeah. And then yeah. powdered sugar over the top. Or just yeah. nothing but powdered sugar on top because it doesn't quite look like a candy cane with certain people cook it with sex toys and it well, didn't turn I out. Did it really wrong because well. I forgot how to twist them together.
together. Oh, okay. he forgot how to get the kinks into it. Yeah. So wait, how do you make it taste like almond? You put almond, almond extract. extract, right? Yeah. Okay. It's good. I'll give you the recipe after the show. That. You'll love it. My favorite yeah. is the sugar cookie or the peanut butter cookie with the Hershey Kiss pushed into it. <gasps> oh, yeah. All-time I saw somebody did it with cookie. the – they didn't have Hershey Kisses. They just had the chocolate bells, and they did it. Oh, yeah. And the chocolate bells only melted halfway down, so now the cookies just look like huge nipples. <laughs> well, that's mostly how mine always looked. They like never They never melted all the way down. They always had that good point. Yeah, it's good, it's good for the Cub Scout – Bake sale. <laughs> <laughs> or the cubby puppies. Wow. Ooh, Way speaking, yeah, the cubby puppies. speaking of nipples, I was listening yes. to Sloppy Seconds and oh. it seems. <laughs> I played your video. I know. Meatball was very enthralled with my bouncing. What do you call them? Forcep clamps on my nipples bouncing. <laughs> yeah, up they were. I mean, aren't yeah. they surgical? Clamps? They are. They are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you have questions about nipples. You want to get them bigger? I am interested in that. Okay. So my nipples, when I rub them, Let me they, see. Get, they get hard. Let me see. <laughs> They're little baby nipples. You have to stand up a little bit. Uh, okay. They're, so They're tiny little baby nipples. So when I rub them, they pretty quickly get hard. And for a long time, they were inverted. Like yeah. most of my like teenage and early college years, they but were they're starting to pop out, nipples. right? So they're starting to pop out, and I can feel little something when I rub them. I feel like a little tingle in my taint. So when but they... I don't, I don't. They're not. It's not like I know people who like you go like this, and it's like they're leaking pre cum immediately. And obviously, yeah, I know it's like I've a never long gotten game to that thing. point. Yeah, yeah. But I would like them to be visible through a t shirt. Sure. I would like to in a in a future where where we're allowed to you know be in a crowd if someone if I rub up against someone that I could feel a little excitement like gotcha. I want to get them bigger and I know that there are like the like rubber bands like cock rings I know they're a little vacuum like suction cup mm -hmm. thing like I, so what is the deal how do you okay. how do you encourage them so f first of all you're in a good place because I just saw your areola is a nice size oh my God, don't talk lots, about areola like that lots of people want these bigger like I, I get compliments on my nipples all the time and uh, truthfully it's just genetics mostly they just pop out but, of this shirt too yeah so when they pop out like this you know you're done um, <laughs> oh, yeah. but so I, I've had people, I've seen people who've actually tattooed the same color as their areola to get it sure. wider, but you wanted to get pointier. And so like that, sausage nipple or I don't want, I don't want to like take off my shirt around. Um, this is more of an aesthetic. It's going to sound really, um, uh, shady i don't want to take my shirt off around straight people and then go like what the fuck right so i have a friend who has this huge so you don't want udders right. right you just want them to be perky and up yeah and i want them to be like i want them if i were to cruise someone yeah and we would not talk at all they see i want them shirt. to be prominent enough where they would be like I guess I should pay attention to those. Yeah. Well, th so, generally there are there are tools of the trade. So you've seen these. Uh, the patrons can see this. These are like nipple suckers, oxballs, selling Mister S. Okay. And for people that aren't so, watching, they're silicone that you can kind of get a little wet. You put around the nipple. You apply, squeeze, and then it sucks the nipples up into it. 
And actually, depending on the the width or the length of the the sucker, you can do it the same with like the twisty sort of nipple suckers. Like the the wider the diameter, you generally get more uh, size. You know, just kind of general around the areola. But the the thinner the diameter and like the longer the tube, you get more length. Yeah. So if you're wanting to get like more of a more of a width growth, Go you want a something with thinner a thinner tube that's just around the nipple, not the whole areola. Yeah. Or else your areola will start to get pointy. Yeah. Okay. So, so avoid the Because I misordered the big ones that with the twisty and, yeah. the, and I was like, so it's like is this for my dick? Like they were <laughs> yeah, so no, big. That's too big. You <gasps> oh, need, you and need I was smaller. Like, so then I reordered some tiny ones, but I can't get them to stick. So do I need to so get rid of some hair? Hair will, uh, just that minute amount will uh, not do the suction. So you can either lick them mm -hmm. like that um, and hopefully the wetness or use chapstick or Vaseline around. Just to get it wet. If you do that, then it does a seal. And then, so I have these because these are the yeah. perfect that's size. Which no one can see. Th those are, you can, that's a pumping I, kit. I'm just talking to Big which, this is what it, This is what it looks like. It looks like if you were to go to a straight bar and someone would walk around in a bikini and she'd be like, shots! And it would be like test tubes. That's what it's it one looks of those. like, right? Which, yeah. side note. It looks like a test tube. You you think <laughs> that some of them could be used on a dick? I've seen it used on a dick and uh, when 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 you when you use the wrong tool for the wrong job, you tend to get blood. What so I, now I have a pump fuck? that will pump. So yeah. now Daddy is showing uh, you, you up. up. <laughs> Thank you. You're okay. welcome. So, and then the tube comes off like that. Yeah. So Daddy has a, a Mr. S hand pump here with a detachable tube, and just leave it on for ten or fifteen minutes. That's yeah. all you need. And if you do that, like twice a week they're going to start to grow it's kind of like a, a penis pump you know how people will pump their dicks to get size more frequently the more you do those as well like the more your body can be trained to, to increase in size just a little bit it takes a little bit of work every once in a while but right for those looking to increase the size of their and nipples it does i work. should just like Play put it on my them. calendar and be like do this on tuesdays and thursdays what's that <laughs> Stay with them, and then play with them you oh, know, sure. when you're playing, when you're having sex, let people get, get a little rough because if they do little tears on them and they scab over, they'll grow quicker. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. So be rough. Don't be a pansy. Now, let me talk to both of you about this. I'm pretty <laughs> pain averse. Sure. Okay. Was that it? Yeah, <laughs> just that. The, I just like just, just that. I like. I was just. I just was. Uh, before I were recording, I was doing my. Been doing these live streams on Growler. And mm. I was talking to a friend of mine, and we we sort of got down the road of fetishes. And I said, you know, I have found out that I do enjoy getting slapped across the face, but only when I'm sucking dick, mm. and only when I've gotten to the point where I'm like. Like and I discovered this because I was I was sucking this guy's dick and he started getting like a little throat fucky and like a little rough with me and I was really enjoying it and then he sort of pulled me off 
like pulled my head away. So I was doing a lot of like, like trying to get to the dick, but he was holding me. And he slapped you. I was like, oh, I'm into this. And then he sort of tapped my face and I was like, oh, I love that. And I like leaned my head in and this was all like nonverbal. We didn't talk about it, but I sort of leaned my head into his hand and then he just pulled his hand back and slapped the fucking shit (sighs) out of me. And the moment I like, I was like, and I went back and I just like, pounded down his dick until it fell off his body there's two elements there it's the yeah control and the surprise and it just wakes you up and focus you right that yeah that quick pain and it's not so much the pain it's the just adrenaline adrenaline yeah yeah endorphins yeah. yeah a lot a lot of body chemicals happen in there so would you say that you were kinky at time. I mean, I know daddy's nipples are not very like they're sensitive, but like whenever I just kind of touch him and we're not being sexual, he tends to I, squirm I, I like hate a, having them played with. When yeah, not right. It has to be space. like in the moment. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So they tickle when they're not when I'm not having sex. Stop. I yeah, I'm very I don't know. I'm like I it's different all the time, which I think is true for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh with certain partners it's one way, with certain partners it's another way. I definitely am way more open um to like kink and fetish and 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 everything on the spectrum than I think a lot of people are. Um this past year I've gotten like pretty deep into fisting. Thanks for the joke. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Uh but I like and that has been something that has been like more and more consistent with me. So and I think a lot of people I don't really see it. I know this sounds psycho. I don't really see it as that kinky. I think a lot of people see fisting as very, very kinky. Yeah. Um but to me it's like normalized in my brain. I don't know if they see it kinky or as an extreme. I think fisting yeah. is because everyone plays with their ass and and their holes, but they think fisting for some reason having a hand is an extreme act. So yeah. therefore, they they define it as kinky. Yeah, and kinky has especially just the way the word is. It it is kind of like a playful idea. Yeah, yeah. And I think fisting doesn't necessarily, even though it is. I don't know. It is. I have had such like intimate spiritual oh fisting is probably the most intimate you can get with someone yeah and the way people react it's like i've never had someone sort of feel like they're leaving this plane of existence when i'm fucking them but when i'm elbow deep inside someone and they're like uncontrollably writhing and moaning heart beating yeah exactly amazing and and the the yeah the clinching and the it's 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 a moment I, I'm not. I'm not judge. Are you really? You really have to explain that to <laughs> no, me. <I> just, <laughs> oh yeah, the Amp, puppy loves. There's to be a whole side to sexuality <laughs> oh. that is. I'm just kidding. Go on. <laughs> Will there be a hands-on demonstration? <laughs> no, it's yeah, it's it, it's a varsity level kink is what most people will will describe it as. Like it's not JV. You know, it's not beginner level. Right. It's varsity. And also, all kinks. You said you're not into pain. You don't have to be. I mean, right. a lot of BDSM is a lot about dominance and control, um, not necessarily pain and impact play. And a lot of so. straight sex is just nothing but pain because they don't know how to have it. No. <laughs> wow, wow, so true. I but see, it is so interesting because, like, I I'm so quick to lead with I'm not into pain, but then I'm also like, I have really enjoyed getting spanked. 
Hmm, you know, that's but only play. up to a certain point. You know, well, I mean? yeah, that's your limit. And yeah. you trust me, over time, your limit will expand, especially if you're playing with a partner that you trust and you you want to make happy and, and you both are happy from this activity. It, it Can expands. I tell you about spanking a Trumpy? Because it happened recently, What's and it was Trumpy? so psychotic. I believe it's a Trump supporter. Oh, okay. But but yes, by all means, please. <laughs> I uh, first of all, why were you playing with the Trumpy? Don't reward well, I them. D- didn't know. <laughs> oh, I do a okay. lot of like I barely know your name type of sex with people. Ah, got it. Uh, because and this sounds very egotistical, but because the more I share and tell people about myself, the more they can like just look go you up look look me up mm-hmm. and then there's this other thing um which to me i don't i'm not ashamed of nor do i try to separate but there is like a weird expectation that gets put on me mm-hmm. you know it's like if i meet someone and we're like chatting we're just like really having a heart to heart and then they're like what's your instagram i'm like i don't want to like that's no, work absolutely that's like yeah oh i totally but, get that yeah so I met this I, I met this guy on Double List. I've never even heard of that dating app. Is that well, like it's Raya? not a dating app. It when when what's the what's the law that came in that shut down Sestafasta. Craigslist? Oh, it's yes. the new back page Craigslist. Oh, yeah. I have heard of this. What's it called? Double list. Double list. Like double the list. Double list. Yeah. Double list. Double list. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and his ad was very simple. It was like. I'm looking for a man with hairy forearms to wear slacks and spank me. <laughs> and I was like, I'm specific. down. Cause it was also like, it was also like, do you own slacks? No. So that's the thing <laughs> I had to say to him. Like, I, was I like, don't have slacks. <laughs> I said to him, I was like, Hey, how important is it that I'm formally dressed? And he was like, well, it's helpful. And I was like, I honestly, like I work from home. I don't have any, I'm mostly casual. Like I'm going to wear gym shorts. And you should have just, like, you should have oh, just said, okay. can you cut me a little slack? Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> I said, please. But the scenario was I was to come over to his house. Um, I met him in his backyard. He had like this private backyard. I met him in the backyard and I was to play uh, uh, an authority figure coming to his house to chastise him uh, for some bad behavior. And so I chose to be his boss. And I said, you know, I'm coming here after hours. I don't normally make house visits. I was trying to justify the uh, casual attire. So Uh, quick question, not to derail you. Is it easy for you to get into those roles? No, that's okay. very hard for me. Lots and I was sort of like nervous and awkward okay. the whole time. Okay, yeah. Um, but oh so so all of this being said, this was uh I think in like June or July, and like COVID numbers were pretty chill and we weren't doing anything with spanking, so we both wore masks the whole time and we were like in his backyard. So this was another reason that I was like very down to do this. Because okay. I'm like I get more exposure at the grocery store. Like sure. I'm just coming over here. To <laughs> I'm just you. spanking his butt. <laughs> so, um, so the story was, I was like, Hey, um, I know you went into my office and he was like, what are you talking about? I was like, you know, we have security cameras and I asked you to put that thing on my desk, but I saw you sit down and go through my files and turn on my computer. And he was like, I was just, and I was like, no, this is unacceptable. So I like leaned into that. And then I instructed him to take off all his clothes and then I sat down on the on the bench outside and I had him lay over me 
And then I spanked him with my hand and then he started to hump my leg and then he came all in like two minutes, hands free just from me spanking him and him sort of humping my leg a little bit. Sure. Wow. So then we sat there and we were chatting and he was like, well, I'm really happy this happened. I haven't met up with someone in a long time. We were making like COVID small talk. And I was like, I was like, do you remember me? He was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I came over here three years ago you had a very similar ad on Craigslist and I broke a wooden spoon off on your ass <gasps> because he gave me a choice of tools oh, three you, years ago to so use. So you knew and this I, the entire time. Well, because it was the same ad. Oh. <laughs> it was like the same vibe and it was in the same area of North Hollywood. And I was like, and I he didn't I, remember you. He did not remember me, which is fine. I mean, he's the only person I have ever like spanked in the scenario, but this is his go-to ad. So yeah. he probably has people every couple of months come over and play this out with him. Sure. And so he had given me three years ago, he had given me a couple options and I chose the wooden kitchen spoon and I spanked him so hard it cracked down the center. Yeah. You got to get a good um, quality spoon for that. <laughs> but so I said to him, I was like, oh, you don't remember me. And I thought he would because I d- probably played the same shit with him three years ago when I was like, I don't have slacks. I'm not going to be able to be dressed oh, up like, So you did the whole like thing. I'm sure. So, I'm sure wait, it was a different scenario. How did you find out he was a Trumpy? So then we're chatting because, of course, both of us haven't been in the, you know, like proximity to a human in a while. So we're making small talk. And he, of course, was like, it's scary out here. And I thought he was going to say, like, I can't believe our country might vote for Trump again. He was like, it's scary out here with all these riots. I mean, what do people have against the police? All they do is protect us. And I was like, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Then we had a conversation and I left two hours later. We got into a fucking debate. And I was like, you're stealing time from me, but I cannot sit here and listen to you say such garbage. Did you change his mind? No. Imagine if he had said that and then asked you to spank him. I know. I wouldn't have because I didn't want to give him any pleasure. I I was upset that I I had given him a nut. Yeah. No, and you didn't know, but good on you for trying trying and for taking the time to educate or at least attempt to educate. But some people you can't you can't beat that information into them as much as they would probably enjoy it. Are you kidding me right now? I, I'm I'm trying not to be funny, but also the the pun. But you can't help it. It, it was it, it was staring me right it's, in the face. I had to slap it. <laughs> Big Dipper likes that. Don't slap him in the face. Uh, oh, I can't yeah. do this. I can't do that. What can I do to Dipper? Oh my god. So, so what, do you guys find that a lot of people are envious of your relationship? Oh yeah, and the we, fact that we, you get to have sex with one another—does that ever come up? It's not on the sexual, but we get the relationship goals thing a lot. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. Well, because I imagine that you both have individual fans that lust after both of you. Yeah. So then there's the idea. What'd you say? In different ways, because I've got this daddy role. He's got this perfect. Ass sure, of course. Role, but and- then the idea of like. Like, oh, I'm fans of you and I get to see everything but the sex. Or can people see the sex? They can I don't see know the sex. Yeah, we both have fan sites where yeah, they can see our sites. Okay. We have our and sites. We, and we do it. We don't do it with each other as much as we really should on our fan platforms. Mostly but that's because we mainly shoot content is for YouTube. Yeah. When we're together, we're shooting content. You know what it's like. Right. We're yeah. shooting content all the time. And then after that, we just want to 
smoke and watch Netflix. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> the well, Amp, I'm curious because I heard um, the story of you guys meeting at IML, but I'm curious about your, that was it, right, at IML? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I'm curious about your first impression because um, your daddy was saying he was like, it was the most perfect ass I've ever seen in my oh. entire life. <laughs> it That's is. what he said when he was on Sloppy Seconds. He's lying, but I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a pretty good ass. Come on. No one's going to argue there. But yeah. Well, uh, give me two seconds while I just stop this video for a second because my computer just yelled at me about space, even though Jesus. Okay, there we go. You're watching a video while we're recording. No, no, no. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> You're taking up too much space, Big Dipper. Well, oh, <laughs> not the first time oh, we've been told that. Okay, okay. Well, I'm still recording the audio, so continue to berate him because yeah. I'm trash. Drag me. Drag her. Sorry. <laughs> uh, what time is it? Uh, eight thirty-nine. No, I mean, how much have we shot? Oh, we've shot a little oh, over so an hour. Much. Yeah, we've oh, shot so much. Very but better. we can tell the story and okay. yeah, get I'm very there. chatty. You... No, there's no nothing wrong with being chatty. Okay, this is transferred in ten seconds. Come on, come on, come on. Thank God I have him because I wouldn't know how to do any of this. Oh, I'm watching the sounds. I'm watching the video. I'm making sure like. Everything's still going. And I just sit here and complain. Oh, my microphone stand isn't working. <laughs> How you, come I can't have a stand like Dipper? poor thing. Do you want to stand like that? I do. Oh, my God. Look, it goes up. It's like it's on Viagra. Um, It's hard as a rock. Look at that. Okay. Fuck. You too. So envious. But Mine's the like difference lift. is <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting on the edge of my chair. Oh, yeah. Because it doesn't. It doesn't have this kind of an arm. Gotcha. That comes See, he doesn't have that kind of an arm. That's right. Um, right. my straight aunt and uncle live in Palm Springs. Uh-huh. And uh every time I go and see them, I like hang out and then oftentimes there's like a party that my friend is DJing, or I'm like, I'm gonna go suck dick at, you know, the CCBC or whatever. And, you know, I make up some excuse, like I'm crashing with them, but then I'm like, oh, I'm just going to, and it's very funny because my experiences in Palm Springs are either like my family hanging out or like a fisting party at a friend's house. (laughs) And um, my aunt texted me yesterday and was like, my neighbor is a huge fan of yours. And I was like, does your aunt know what you do? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, She was like, I was like, what, how, how, what? Like, what are you talking about? And she was like, um, can I give me your phone number? And I was like, sure. Uh, and I ended Wait, up talking. giving he's, random he's, fans your well, phone number? Well, he's like a TV executive. He runs a production company. He oh. wanted to talk to me about like uh, making a TV show. Okay. And so I was obviously very like happy to chat with him. Um, uh, but anyways, he like called me up yesterday. And of course, he's this like very hot daddy. And we're like having this conversation. And he's like complimenting me. And I'm like, oh, you know, and I say to my aunt, I'm like, thank you for giving me this man's phone. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just something I never expected. Anyways, please don't include that story. No, no, uh, I, I will cut that out. It's all good. Uh, but I was like, oh, not only did you possibly hook up something dope for my career, but maybe I'll suck this man's dick. <laughs> Speaking of sucking dicks, no. Um, yeah. So I met Christopher at IML. That is correct. Um, 
I had actually been a fan of his because of Bound Jocks, which is one of the things that he directed back in the day, which was <gasps> tying up fit, younger, you know, still, still in that like, big dungeon, right? We're like suspending them. Yeah, it was all white. The room was all white, and I I did it with colored ropes. I called it bondage candy. To, to oh. make it so it wasn't like kink.com it wasn't that dark dungeon it was just oh okay a little more light fun and playful, playful. Yeah. yeah but i watched him uh when i became like a little bit more into the scene i kind of used that as inspiration when i was starting to get into bondage and then i went to iml for a few years i i said hello the first time i went to iml because he was working the booth there that they had he was tying up people and he did actually tie me up um, and so we kind of met and I, oh. you know, didn't want to get tied up, but he was insistent. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. This is not how I remember the story. <laughs> I, I <laughs> but we, we connected. Um, we had a great time. Um, we kind of chatted a bit after that year and I ended up working for the Bound Jocks booth the following year. So that was one of the, the first, I think that was one of the first porn experiences I had because I was that was about the time I started because doing sex that work. time I was like combining. This is my producer. I, I was like, I'm going to record my demos at IML and put it on yeah. the site. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I've got hot guys coming out on everywhere. So, and he signed the release stupidly because he didn't get paid and put it on the site. <laughs> um, I got paid. Did you? How yeah. Much? How much? Oh, I don't remember, but the rates were not great. It couldn't have been on, it's like a hundred bucks. <laughs> I, I wasn't there for the rate. Um, I was there for the amazing, wonderful, exactly. attractive hand. Oh, I was trying to give you a compliment, but it was a trap. <laughs> it worked. Well, who's who was getting trapped into what? I trapped you. I, t- oh, I tied you up. Uh-huh. And now years later, I use him uh, for content, and our dynamic confuses <laughs> oh, wait but a intrigues people. Sounds like a wait symbiotic a relationship. Hang to on me. for a second. I didn't see that, but you're right. And you know what? Didn't even have to sign a contract to get this one. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And it was it, no, we 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 worked well. We have a different, obviously, dynamic because we have a cross general. Yeah, we have a cross general <laughs> relationship where he doesn't get race chasers, but I also don't get like anti mame, and yeah. we give each other the best of both worlds, as Working Miley girl. Cyrus said it. Yeah, so it's worked out. Yeah, that's amazing. Are y'all gonna get married? I don't know. We've never talked about that. We've talked really. We've talked about how like we don't need to get married. I so I'm of the viewpoint. I mean, we fought for gay marriage. Anyone who's married, my hats off to you. But I we don't have a heteronormative relationship to begin with. Right. So to me, marriage is a romanticized thing but the truth of it is the only reason to get married is for legal and financial reasons right I mean, like you're more likely to form an llc together than you are exactly to that's married. what marriage is so right. maybe when the puppy's rich maybe we'll get married so I <laughs> wow. wow well i'm always i'm also very fascinated by um public relationships sure um we had a guest a drag queen from chicago named lucy stool mm-hmm. um we had lucy on <laughs> lucy stool <laughs> see i, I know He's exactly who you're talking about i know exactly i know who you're talking about well and lucy makes um she, part of her merch as a drag queen which i think she's one of the only drag queens that this is her merch she has cock rings and uh dildos and she sells like the Not form diapers. of her dick as her drag merch <laughs> yeah Okay. Yeah, yeah, which is she, really amazing. She she she's got the game down. 
Okay. Um, but she recently broke up with her longtime partner, um. and they, you know, they threw a party together. The partner was the event photographer. You know, it's like they were known so well in the community that like they had to like like Lucy had to like write a statement on Instagram, and uh-huh. we just had this like really interesting conversation about how now everyone has a public persona that it's like if you change your job or you move your city or like a relationship you know develops into something that isn't romantic or was or like whatever it's like you always have to sort of like tell everyone or reveal and amp i'm sure you know about the like why we broke up youtube video oh they always do really well photo shoot oh yeah they always do do really well well in the numbers i've seen it a million times with porn stars who have you know oh my god the porn stars love to be all in after four months and be like we are married this (laughs) is it this is my soulmate and then the person that they make content with that gets more views look that's who now they're married to Mm -hmm. yeah so what's so funny about amp and our relationship even though it's very very public we also have structured it in a way i'm his daddy he's my pup he's free to date other people as long as they're respectful of our relationship as am i um so i only see our relationship as evolving Mm -hmm. um i don't know if it would evolve away from each other it just hasn't crossed my mind so yeah. I'm uh, not trying to like. I think setting bring it up that, up that, that way. No, no, here Dipper is trying to break us up. <laughs> if we get broken up, it is all his oh fault. My God. We, no, I realize it wow. probably sounds really fucked up that I even brought that up. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, 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 you're right though, because sometimes actually some of my biggest arguments with the the pup not arguments, but is like having quality alone time with each other as opposed to being on you know how we sure have, we have a persona uh people i have to watch what i say at every second um because <laughs> the puppy monitors me uh, no no, so. no 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 i would rather us stay together and not get canceled then yeah he's afraid of cancel culture so and i say things off the cuff and um i don't know where i was going with this but what you were trying to say was that in having a public persona, I think. Oh yeah, right, I think, right, right. That's where you have with to. That. It's different, you know. The, right. You being on for a music video or producing something is very different from you sitting down and talking with friends or just relaxing. Obviously, totally. Trying to find the personal time together that's not work related because so much of our relationship now is work related totally. in a way. Um, that's that's challenging at times, but not insurmountable. And I'd much rather it be this way because the the love and attention we get from everyone supporting us is amazing and i yeah. i would never trade it so I, and the love for each other's pretty good too i guess yeah right? yeah, right? yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more importantly we're good at communicating which i think the is puppy's the really good at great communicating i'm learning <laughs> no you you're good at it uh it's it, that's the biggest thing for most relationships like people always ask how it works for us and it's just being able to communicate when we're upset about something, it's not that we're upset at each other. It's that we're upset that we didn't clean the dishes before leaving the house or we right. didn't ask if that, that photo was that. properly facetuned before posting or like, it's, you know, yeah, stupid that like goes around a lot. Actually, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Are your parents together? Oh, no. Mine were divorced when I was four. Whose show is this? 
<laughs> I'm just so curious. I've had step parents on either side, the entire, but I was the only one from the original marriage. Yeah, and mine know how to use Google, and I'm pretty sure they're listening right now. But they will never no, talk to me about no, it, and that's okay. Won't. Hi, mom. <laughs> what about you, Dipper? Wait, but you didn't answer the question. They know how to use Google, but are they together or divorced? Oh, sorry. Oh, no, they're together. They're together. They're together. Yeah. Always have been. Yeah. Well, I okay. So my sister is a little older than me, and both of us are single. Um, and uh, you know, we joke with my parents about like, gr- y'all are not gonna be grandparents. Like, maybe haphazardly in your eighties, when you like can't play soccer with the kid, I might randomly adopt an eight-year-old who like a friend of mine needs help co-parenting and legally I'll take them on or whatever but I don't dream of having kids and my sister truth be told is you know getting to be like if she were to have a biological child it would be a geriatric pregnancy and she's not in a relationship right now so it's like anyways we've talked about all of this and sometimes we think like our parents have such a good relationship and they've been together for so long and they really don't fight that we break up with people right away when there's any uh little uh speed bump sure sure because we're like oh well our parents are perfect together so fuck you get out of here you're not my person yeah Uh, i think i think that's uh you're very lucky that they are that happy together i don't think that's the norm though yeah i agree um relationship doesn't work until it does and i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing i i wouldn't bail on a relationship at the first speed bump like you say yeah that's a little bit of an exaggeration i I always do compare it to them so this will be my second longest relationship and the happiest i've ever been i've been through many many (laughs) relationships one my most miserable one was nine years and we wow. were we were monogamous and totally patterned a, after a heteronormative lifestyle like our parents, and it just completely didn't work for two gay men. Mm. Um, so I think you you discover things in each relationship you have, and you bring it to the next one of what you're you can tolerate and what you want, what you like, and yeah, I don't think uh, going through people i'm not saying going through people every year but i'm just saying (laughs) it's not necessarily a bad thing as long as you leave the relationships respectfully and uh there is something that you liked about the person that drew you to them so dwell on that not the negatives as you leave yeah the campsite rule yeah meanwhile i had i think i've had three meaningful yeah (laughs) you leave you leave the person better or as you let as you met them because you (laughs) you couldn't make it them any better not that you need to make people better, but like, you know what I mean? You, you enter a relationship and hopefully grow with the person. Um, and if that doesn't happen and you part ways, hopefully you are able to at least clean up your mess if you left one, you know? Have you done a lot of therapy? No. He should I've be. Done a lot of, be a I've done a lot well of adjusted podcasts. and smart. <laughs> I just listen to a lot of podcasts. That's yeah, really, yes. that's all that is. Um, but uh, all that to say, I, I don't know where I was going with that. Well, but. we got really deep here at the end. <laughs> I don't know if it was. I funny, like having we real got, conversations with people. Deep. You don't have to include it if you don't want to. <laughs> no, I love that no, conversation. I love that. Um, I do want to give you a chance, though, to 
Yeah, what's next where, for you? Where, where, what are you doing next? Well, my podcast, Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball, which, you know, Meatball is a chaotic Tasmanian devil of a co-host, so we never get to have deep conversations because oh, she's just bouncing off the wall. Oh, no, I was there. I, I don't even know if I talked that much as a guest. Nope. <laughs> Between me and then her, yeah, like me no. rambling, her changing the subject. I was just laughing the entire like, yeah. time watching you. It was all new experience for me. I had never really done a professional podcast like that before. And I'm like, oh, I guess you don't talk to the guests. That's great. <laughs> wow. So Not kidding. Um, so our podcast, Sloppy Seconds, comes out every Tuesday and Friday and is available everywhere. I'm going to continue to produce a bunch of uh, podcasts on the Mom Network, the Moguls of Media Network. Um, hopefully, I will buy a couch. Oh, <gasps> yes. Uh, Very that important. is my plan to set up my apartment. And, um, you know, I've got many, many, many projects in the works. None of them are set to come out right now, but I do have my uh, EP called the Ham and Cheese EP, which is available everywhere to stream. It came out in May uh, this year with uh, five songs on it. And if you haven't seen the Backup Off Me music video, uh, you can find that on YouTube. You just search Big Dipper Rapper and that comes up. Also, for the kinky, kinky audience, we did a live stream uh, called Fist Giving uh, with, it was me and Meatball, and we did a live stream uh, with Hunger FF, uh, and he did a fisting demonstration for us uh, on our podcast, and we there's a video of it, and you can uh, get that video at sloppysecondstickets.com, because oh. we did it live, but we also recorded it. Okay, so I'm going to have to do that. As well. So will you do me a favor? Your next video, I promise I'll clear my schedule to be in it. Well, sure, but also, like, <laughs> if you're doing a job where you're making real money, go do that because I paid everyone, like, a meal. Oh, I, did, I, I, I wouldn't have done it for the money anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, no I was you're, very you're envious on... when I saw that video. I was like, God damn it. I was invited to do that and I didn't do it. <laughs> so, yeah, but I think you were, like, in Europe. Right? Yeah. I, he, was, I was he was off gallivanting and doing yeah. something else, probably. Sorry. Yeah. But, but of course, yeah. We're, we're down. But I'll clear Europe. Fuck Europe. Oh, yeah. Well, no, you can't technically go to Europe, go to Europe right now. Are, so. Yeah. Music videos are, they'll, they'll always be a thing. Yeah. Well, thank you. No, thank you so much. Wow. That was quite the, quite the, the, the sign off there. <laughs> Dipper, thank you for coming on tonight and just talking about and being so Coming candid. on what? What? <laughs> what? Not on me. Thank you so much, Dipper, for coming on today. You were lovely. You were rambunctious. You were kinky. And we got a little deep there. Very deep. Would you say we were hands deep? <laughs> I would say How'd elbow. Oh, yeah. Oh, have you seen the people who have the tattoos on their upper arms? Did you know that <sighs> that's so a thing? I'm so jealous because my hands are what they refer to as XL hands. And so that's it is not challenging. a good beginner one. No. So if you're looking for some good fist fuss fist fusting fist <laughs> fucking time where can they find you again dipper i'm on Aspig. they can oh, find me oh, okay. oh find dipper on Aspig. what's your what's your name on Aspig? they'll find me yeah, okay <laughs> i'm pup amp you can find me everywhere at pup amp all one word i'm mr christopher you can find me at mr christopher.com 
And uh, you, you you know where you're at. This is What's Your Safe Word. You can find us on YouTube at What's The Safe Word. Uh, Big Dipper, why don't you give us one last just hurrah, goodbye, and you get the last <laughs> Is that your safe word? <laughs> yeah, that's when you pull my nipples hard enough. Oh, <laughs> And We will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah.